I'm Not a Gentleman is a production of ChaseAndRider.com. So I often reach for my suede even more in the fall and winter, even though if you know me, you know that I love suede shoes, period, and I do wear them all year round. But just that combination of the heavier fabrics that you wear in the fall and winter and suede shoes are like a match made in heaven. Yo, what up? Welcome to I'm Not a Gentleman, the show designed to help you look stylish without following trends. I'm your host, Vladimir Roche from ChaseAndRider.com and your favorite menswear YouTuber's favorite menswear YouTuber. I've helped dozens of clients and hundreds of students and viewers feel more confident by looking their best and always making a great first impression. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the things that I'm most excited to wear this fall and winter. It's crazy, man, because being a kid from the Caribbeans, people are usually surprised when I said I'm really looking forward to the fall and winter. But it's really because of menswear more than anything. I mean, there are other things that I love about the fall. For example, my birthday is October 4th. Football, basketball, those are the things that I look forward to. But on top of the list is what I'm going to be wearing for the season. Intro. Back in that, back in that bag again. So as I was saying, this is what I'm excited about. Things that I'm looking forward to be wearing this fall and winter. And we are in mid-October now, so the fall is definitely here. It's not crazy as far as the weather yet. I think the lowest it's been is probably in the low 50s. But I'm sure that it's definitely coming. So without further ado, man, let's get to the list. I'm not going to number this list, but it's going to be a few things on there. So the first thing that I look forward to in the fall and winter, obviously, is going to be a top coat because no closet is complete in the fall and winter without a top coat because I live in New York. It gets pretty cold here. So you can't really get by without wearing a top coat. Actually, my wife doesn't wear a coat. So I guess you can get by without wearing a coat. I mean, don't ask me. She's she's kind of crazy. She doesn't even wear a scarf or gloves or anything. She's a savage like that. So, yeah, I guess you can get away without wearing a coat. But for us normal people, you can't really get away without wearing one. So that's the first thing that I look forward to in the fall and winter. As I always like to say, my coats get the most compliments in a way, it's obvious because a lot of time your suit is going to be hidden under the coat so people can't really see the full suit. So the coat is what they see. But even then, actually, with me, it's not really the reason why my coats get a lot of compliments. It's more because the coats are usually pretty nice. And I'm not saying that to, to brag. So I'll give you a perfect example. Back when I used to work as a leasing specialist, people would come in to see the apartment. So when they come in, I'll go and get them downstairs, take them to my desk. At that point, I'm wearing a suit. They can't see my coat yet, you know? And then when it's time for us to go out to start looking at apartments, I'll tell them, just give me a second. Let me go grab my coat in the back. And almost every single time when I return to my desk, they always say, wow, what a nice coat. So it's not because they can't see my suit. They can't see my suit. Typically, people don't really compliment you on your suit, but I don't know why not. But... Your coat, if your coat is really nice, you will definitely hear about it. I think it's probably one of those things where a lot of guys don't really wear nice coats. Everybody's coat probably looks the same. I, I Tell the truth, I don't really know what it is. But my coats get a ton of compliments. 
Now, the type of coats that I wear, I wear a couple of different styles. So the first style that I love is a polo coat. And one thing about my coats, they're all knee length. So I wouldn't wear a coat if it wasn't long enough to reach my knees at least, you know. So polo coats or double-breasted type of coat. And the company that got me into polo coats is Spear & McKay. So maybe five years ago when Spear & McKay came out with their line of polo coats, or maybe they had them before that, I don't know, but that's when I first discovered them. And then they were coming out with their upcoming fall and winter line. And they came out with their polo coat. I kind of waited too long to pull the trigger because what I wanted was a navy polo coat at that time. Because I figured navy is the most versatile, so you can't go wrong with a navy coat. But because I waited too long, the navy was sold out already. So my only option at that time was a rust polo coat. Rust is in the brown family. And the style of the polo coat was like a herringbone, like a rust herringbone. And uh, I really thought about it, and I'm like, yeah, why not? Let me go for the rust, even though the navy is the one that I really wanted. And let me tell you something, man, that rust polo coat is the best thing that I have in my closet to this day, even though it's about five years old now. No other piece in my closet generates the kind of response that the rust polo coat gets. And I am not exaggerating when I tell you this. It's a head turner everywhere I go. That's the coat that I wore in my intro video for YouTube. So back when I started YouTube in 2019, in the intro, which is a classic intro, by the way, if I must say so myself, people still talk about that intro now, is definitely the part that stood out to me about the about the intro and to a lot of people. So those are the first kind of coats that I wear. The second kind of coat that I wear is a trench coat. I have a couple of those. Actually, let me rewind. Before I get to the trench coat, I did end up getting a navy polo coat, by the way. So I do have the navy as well. And I also have one in tail. So I do have three of them. Um, but yeah, the rust is definitely above and beyond the other ones. Even though I wear the navy more because the navy is more versatile, I guess. But the rust polo coat is the best piece that I own in my closet. All right. So as I was saying, the second kind of coat that I like to wear are trench coats. I have a couple of those. I have one that's in your natural color trench coat. So um, it's like a beige and then I also have one in navy. The navy is my favorite one over the over the beige, but I do wear both of them all the time. And those also get a lot of compliments. I guess people are not really used to seeing guys in nice coats, man, because every time I put a coat on, I always get a ton of comments on them. And um, I think it's an easy way to really step up your menswear because unless you're not too sure about your suits yet, your suit game is not where you want it to be. But just get a couple nice coats, man. That'll go a really, really long way. So that's the first thing that I look forward to in the fall and winter. The next thing that I look forward to in the fall and winter are my flannel suits. I have, I don't know how many flannel suits that I have, but it's it's a few. Have them in chalk stripe, have them in solid, have them in houndstooth. And hopefully I'll have them in Glen Plaid and also window pane. Those are the kind of things that I'm looking to add to the collection this year. And I pretty much wear flannel suits almost exclusively in the fall and winter. So anything that's four season or anything that's for the warmer weather, obviously, those things get put in the back of the closet. 
and I wear flannel exclusively. My favorite piece is probably the solid charcoal suit. There's something about charcoal suits that I just love. I do have a couple different charcoal. I do have a chalk strap charcoal as well. And that's the one, if you look at the avatar or the cover of my podcast, that's the charcoal. And I do own that suit for real. When I do get the Prince of Wales, though, that's probably going to be the one that I'm going to love the most because I've wanted one of those for a long time, even though I haven't pulled the trigger. But that's what I really look forward to exclusively in the fall and winter. I love my flannel suits. There's just something about a flannel suit that just really hit different. And it really makes you look like you dress for the season. You know what I mean? So flannel suits is the next thing that I look forward to. The next thing that I look forward to in the fall and winter are sleeveless cardigans. So it's one of those things, that's a layering piece that you can wear under your suits. I don't wear them if I'm not wearing a jacket over them. So it's either under my sport coat or it's under my suit. And I like them in all sorts of different colors. So when I started, I started with a navy. I feel like every guy should have the navy. But then I've extended into more colorful ones like purple, orange, emerald green. Once again, if you're looking at my cover, you'll see that I'm wearing an emerald green in that one. And that's one of my favorite pieces. The reason why I love them, not only are they a good layering piece, so when it's really cold, it's just an extra layer. But I like the V that it produces, which accentuates the tie even more. I don't typically button the top two buttons. Typically, I only really button one button out of the five buttons, which is the middle one. So it does give you that really nice V. And another thing that I like, similar to a vest, it can cover a lot of sins. So if you have a little bit of a belly, it can kind of cover it a little bit. And also sometimes your shirts could look kind of messy where they go into the waist of the trousers. So the cardigan also does a good job to hide that part. But the main reasons why I really wear them is just they're a really stylish piece. I like to wear things that you don't really see other guys wearing too often. Sleepless cardigans is definitely something, if you see somebody wearing it, they're definitely into style. So just one of the little things that really set us apart. Because not many guys are running around with sleepless cardigans on. The next thing that I look forward to in the fall and winter is the scarves that I wear. Now, when it comes to scarves, especially on guys, Typically, you're thinking about a solid scarf or maybe a striped scarf. But the type of scarves that I'm referring to are scarves with illustrations on them. And they're usually pretty long, somewhere around 70 inches. So you can do multiple folds. And if my coat is number one when it comes to attention in the fall and winter, then my scarves are definitely number two. So many compliments I get on my scarves when I wear them. And I know for a fact the reason why is because you don't see other guys wearing those type of scarves. If you do see guys wearing these type of scarves in the fall and winter, then they're definitely a menswear enthusiast. And the thing about a menswear enthusiast, there aren't that many of us, unfortunately. So you're definitely going to stand out when you wear the type of scarves that I'm referring to. So if you're somebody that likes to shy away from attention, then I would say definitely don't wear the type of scarves that I'm talking about. The funny thing about the scarves that I wear is that typically I don't usually like to get a ton of attention when I get dressed. But those type of scarves get so much attention, but I'm actually cool with it. So if you are someone that don't really like a lot of attention, then I would definitely refrain from wearing these type of scarves. 
because that's all everybody's going to want to talk about. Like, where did you get it? What is that on there? And those type of things. Now, I do wear the same exact kind of pocket squares as my scarves. And I mean pocket squares with illustrations on them. But typically because they're folded in a way and they're mostly inside of your pocket with probably like a third of it only showing, they don't get as many comments, although they do, but they don't get as many comments as the scarves. Versus with my scarf, the way that I usually tie them, I just put it around my neck and over my coat. So I don't typically tuck it in the coat. I leave it out. And that's probably the reason why they get even more attention than they already do. But yeah, that's something that I'm definitely looking forward to be wearing this fall and winter. We're in mid-October, so I haven't pulled out my scarves yet, but I'm sure that's coming really soon. The next thing that I love to wear in the fall and winter are gloves. I don't understand how people can live in a climate that does not have the kind of weather where you can put gloves on because it just takes your men's wear to the next level, man. I think that preferably your gloves should be matching your shoes, but for somebody that has as many shoes as I do, or should I say for somebody that has as many shoe colors as I do, I don't think that's really possible. So I try to keep it just in the same family. So I have a pair of black gloves. I have a pair of dark brown gloves. It's more like a medium. Actually, it's more like a medium brown, although darker, I would say, than a medium brown. It's like in between a medium and a dark. And then I have a pair of burgundy gloves. But I do have shoes that are gray, for example. I have shoes that are green. So I don't have a pair of gloves for every shoe colors that I have, but you get the idea. The kind of gloves that I wear are peccary, which is a really nice material. So it's definitely something that I'm looking to put on once the weather gets cold enough. And I think gloves are self-explanatory, so there's not really that much to really say about them. But I do think that peccary is an upgrade over regular leather gloves. Another thing that I look forward to or short collar cardigans. I wouldn't wear a sleeveless cardigan without a jacket over it versus a short collar cardigan actually replaces the jacket. So I wouldn't wear a short collar cardigan with a jacket over it. That's just OD. But a short collar cardigan, man, especially when you're wearing the heavier ones, they are so comfortable and they keep you so warm. So this is something that you can put on in the house and just feel very comfortable in. So that's what I usually do if I'm not going out. I just wear them in the house. I don't like the heat to be blasting too much. You know, I do want it to feel like we're in the fall and winter. I don't want the inside of my house to feel like we're in the summer. You know, so probably keep it in the high 60s, low 70s, mostly the high 60s, like 68, 69. And I would put on a short collar cardigan and feel really, really good. So that's something I'm really looking forward to this fall and winter. The next thing that I'm really looking forward to is wearing corduroy. Now, before I used to only wear corduroy trousers, but since then I've gotten myself a corduroy suit and it just hits different, man. Corduroy suits are really, really nice. They come in so many different colors and those type of colors, you don't typically find them in regular suits. You know, like you can have like a burgundy, but there's something about the texture of the corduroy that makes certain colors really pop, like rust and burgundy, like I was saying, even like an olive. 
I do have olive suits and other fabric, like a brush cotton, but the corduroy is just different. So it's definitely a fabric that I'm looking to wear this fall and winter. And the next thing that I'm very excited to wear this fall and winter are tweed sport coats. Tweed is one of those fabrics that's almost indestructible. And they usually come in a multitude of colors, like colors that are mixed. And they make really great sport coats. Although this year I would love to have a tweed suit, maybe in a gray, like a light gray or even a light brown. And um, solid color in a herringbone fabric. But what I'm talking about right now are sport coats that have a ton of different colors on them. Such a great fabric. And they go so well with corduroy trousers or flannel trousers. And one thing that I like to tell people, you do want to have pieces that play multiple positions. So even though I like corduroy suits, you can wear the trousers by themselves with, let's say, a tweed sport coat. With my flannel trousers, I don't do it the same way. I don't wear my flannel trousers separately. I have a ton of flannel trousers that I wear just as our trousers. But with my corduroys, I do wear the trousers separately without the jacket and pair them with other jackets. I don't know why I do that and I don't do it with flannel, but I don't. The next thing that I look forward to in the fall and winter is wearing boots. Funny enough, man, when I first started to get into shoes, I was never really into boots. So it did take me a while to come around. But I really appreciate boots now. The boots that I wear, though, they're more on the casual side. So I don't wear the ones that are Oxfords. They're more derby-style lacing. And I wear them with out trousers and sport coats. And um, if you're familiar with the Galway style from Edward Green, um, that style has become very popular. All sorts of different makers make that same style. And those are the kind of boots that I that I like. And I also wear chuckers, which are more of a low-cut boot. Um, but boots is definitely something that I'm looking forward to, to wear in the fall and winter for obvious reasons. We'll be right back. Yo, real quick, I got something very special to share. Are you ready to elevate your style game? Well, I got just the thing for you when you want to cost you a dime. Introducing my latest ebook, The 7 Style Mistakes That You're Making Right Now. It's packed with insights to help you up your style game. In this exclusive guide, I break down the common pitfalls that many of us fall into. From fashion faux pas to overlooked details, I got you covered. You'll learn how to turn heads for all the right reasons and boost your confidence in any situation. So are you ready to transform your wardrobe and leave those style mistakes behind? Head over to I'mNotAGentleman.com or click the link in the show notes to grab your copy of the 7 style mistakes that you're making right now. It's a game changer and it's 100% free. Thanks for tuning in today. And remember, style is a reflection of who you are. Let's make sure you're sending the right message. Grab your copy now and let's embark on this style journey together. Until next time, stay stylish. The next thing that I'm looking forward to wear in the fall and winter are suede shoes. Now, suede is a material that's made for all year-round wear. A lot of people think that you shouldn't be wearing suede 
in the rain or in the when it snows in the winter. Definitely not the case. All you have to do is spray your suede with a waterproof spray, maybe once a month, and you're good to go. But suede, even though it's an all year round material, there's just something about the texture of suede that really goes perfectly with flannel suits, in my in my opinion, or with flannel trousers. Period. So I often reach for my suede even more in the fall and winter, even though if you know me, you know that I love suede shoes, period, and I do wear them all year round. But just that combination of the heavier fabrics that you wear in the fall and winter and suede shoes are like a match made in heaven. The first pair of shoes I've unboxed on YouTube, which was the second video ever, was a pair of suede monk straps from Carmina. Um, Funny too, because I just met Carmina, the namesake of the company, this weekend at the at the trunk show, which we'll be talking about next. But um, suede shoes, man, something that I always love. Suede shoes definitely set you apart because unless you're a shoe enthusiast, you're not really wearing suede shoes. So suede shoes definitely give you that distinction. And that's definitely something that I'm looking forward to wearing this fall and winter. Another thing that I'm very looking forward to wearing are ancient matter ties. Your tie sits right under your face, so there's really no way to hide it, even though a lot of guys overlook how important ties are. And in the fall and winter, 80% of the time, I'm wearing ancient matter. Ancient matter is a type of silk, but it does have like a chalky feel to it. So it's very kind of dusty looking, in a good way that is. And it's such a natural match with flannel, tweed, and those type of materials. Because it's made for the fall and winter. The colors are a little bit different. Even though they're colorful, but they're more on the darker side. So it's like dark green, like a dark purple, dark red. Those kind of colors, you know. And ancient matter ties, they are outstanding, man. Um, I also like wool ties and wool chalice. Those are other type of ties that I wear in the fall and winter. But like I said, 80% of the time you're going to catch me wearing ancient matter. So brands like E.G. Capelli, brands like Shibumi, brands like H.N. White, there are so many of them that make really, really great ancient matter ties. Ties are a great way to step up your menswear. It's pretty much one size fits all for the most part. And um, you don't really have to try them on. So I always recommend to people when they ask me, what's the easiest way to upgrade my wardrobe? I always tell them to start with your tie. So if you're in the fall and winter, then yes, I recommend that you wear ancient matter ties. You're just going to take your menswear to the next level. Not just to the next level, to another dimension. You're just going to skyrocket your look. So yeah, I mean, ancient matter tie in the fall and winter. And the last thing that I'm really looking forward to wearing this fall and winter, and if you look at the cover of my podcast, once again, you can see what it is, which is a beanie. Now, I do get a lot of shit for my beanies. People say you shouldn't be wearing beanies with tailoring. It's not made for that. You should be wearing a fedora. I mean, that's your problem. I ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> you know, if you know me, you know that I love my beanies, man. And y'all can kiss my ass if you don't feel like I should be wearing my beanies with tailoring. The thing about beanies, bro, is I'm from New York, man. I've always loved beanies. All of the ones that I wear now, they're different than the ones that I used to wear when I was growing up. So I'm typically in a cashmere beanie as opposed to, let's say, something that's related to a team, maybe like a New York Giants, a 
or something like that, you know, something with a big logo on it, like we used to wear back in the days. So the ones that I wear now definitely do not have any logos. They are solid color. And they usually, like I said, cashmere. But it's still a beanie at the end of the day, and I wouldn't change that for anything. So beanies is definitely something that I look forward to. And once again, if you know me, you'll never catch me outside in the cold without a beanie on. That just doesn't really just doesn't really work. You know, it just becomes part of me at this point. Definitely part of my look. Very recently, there's a company that I follow. I should say we follow each other on Instagram called Grenvis. And they tagged me because they addressed their mannequin in a really nice coat or really nice scarf with a beanie. So that has become my signature look. So definitely the beanie is something that I very much look forward to in the fall and winter. So this is the part of the podcast that I like to call I Got a Story to Tell. So on October 14th, which was yesterday, there was a trunk show in New York. It was put together by Jesper Envergalsen, Kirby Allison, and Justin Fitzpatrick. At first, I wasn't really sure if I was going to go. Not that I didn't want to go, it's just that it was a conflict because my boys had a basketball tournament this weekend. They both play on two separate teams, and one of the teams that they play on, they play on it together. And I really hate missing those games when they're on the same team. So it wasn't fully confirmed that I was going, so I never posted it on my page that I was going to attend. But... My boys told me that I could go and, you know, catch the next game. They gave me their blessing, so I was able to go. And it was a hell of a time, man. I had so much fun. So just to give you a bit of a background, it was a trunk show, but it was mostly about shoes. So there were a ton of brands there that were showcasing their product. And one thing that I usually tell people is to buy their shoes online because most of the shoes that are champion, you're not really going to be able to walk into a store and try them on if you live in the in the United States. Carmina is one of the few brands that I recommend where you can actually go in and try them on. There are others, but Carmina is one of the most popular ones. So yesterday was a great opportunity for guys to stop by and see all these brands where they can try the shoes on without having to buy anything. And then they can make a mental note on what shoes and last work for their feet. That way they can then go online and order. So it was really a great opportunity. I got to meet many of my peers. But what made it the most exciting was so many people came up to me saying they've been following my journey for the past four or five years. And they really enjoy my videos. That was the, the best part of the night, man. It happened a lot. Probably met around... I'd say probably 15 to 20 guys that came up to me yesterday. And it's crazy, man. It was people from all different walks of life, guys from all over. There's a guy that came all the way from Chicago just to attend. And uh, it was crazy, man. I wasn't expecting that at all. Of course, I thought there were going to be a few people that recognized me, but I didn't expect it to be that many because it's not like I walk the streets and people stop me and say they know me from videos or anything like that. So it's not something that I'm really used to. But yesterday was definitely one of those days where a lot of people recognized me from my videos and telling me how much they enjoyed them. One of the people that I met is Tony from TLB Mallorca. TLB Mallorca is one of my favorite brand of shoes. Tony and I have been doing business together since early 2020. I think we first spoke around January of 2020. We've been in contact ever since. 
And it's crazy because he knows what I look like, obviously, because I make videos, but I never knew what he looked like. So when I first walked in, I was helping my friend David. He was setting up for Acme. So the Acme table, Acme is a great brand, by the way. Uh, but the Acme table and the TRB table were right next to each other setting up. And I, saw, I did see a guy there, but I didn't know who he was. You know, I, I wasn't going to assume that was Tony. I knew he was coming, but I didn't know who was setting up, you know. And then he came up to me and introduced himself as Tony. I couldn't believe it, man. <laughs> because just the week before, we were just emailing each other and saying we're looking forward to meeting each other officially. And he came up to me to introduce himself. And Tony is one of the nicest guys in the business, man. I really love TLB Mallorca. You'll be hearing more about it in the upcoming weeks. Uh, we do have something that we're working on. But that was definitely a pretty good moment to meet Tony. Uh, met guys like Justin, Kirby. You know, I've worked with Kirby in the past. He did interview me on his YouTube channel during the pandemic. So I know Kirby. Jesper, we spoke a couple times. But it was my first time meeting those guys in person. A um, couple other brands that I met, guys from Bridland, those guys from India, really nice brand, very nice brand, and the guys were really, really nice as well. CNES met those guys too, and there was a young lady at the booth as well, all very nice people, so we will have something in the works. And there were a few other guys that I met also, Levi, he shined shoes, he's great. Uh, we finally met in person. A ton of people, man, that we've been talking online for a long time, and we finally got to meet. But once again, the most special moment was meeting people that's been following my journey and are actually a fan of what it is that I do. And they actually came up to me to tell me that. Typically, people might see you, but they don't really approach you. Especially with me, I don't have the most approachable face. I don't smile. Not that I mean not to smile, but I just don't smile. But <laughs> even if you look at my pictures from when I was a baby, I, I never really smiled. Um, but... I kind of knew that going in, so I made it a point to look a bit more approachable. Maybe that worked uh, because so many guys came up to me yesterday, and that was really, really cool. Um, this is definitely something that should be done at least a couple times a year. Once again, there aren't that many of us that are really menswear enthusiasts and shoe enthusiasts. So this is one of the few times that we can get together. I felt like a kid in the candy store, to be honest with you, because there were so many shoes there that I've never got a chance to see in person. Oh, one guy that I got to meet in person is Norman Villalta, Norman from Barcelona, Spain. And you want to talk about somebody that's very passionate. Just from speaking to him, man, you can hear the passion and his shoes were great. So I also got to get my measurements taken and hopefully in the future we can do something. But that's definitely a guy that him and I were speaking for about a good 20 minutes. And it was incredible just speaking to him about shoes and got to try on his stuff. And once again, hopefully in the future, we can definitely do something. He was also wearing a red beanie, which I appreciate. <laughs> Shout out to Norman. But yeah, man, that's the story. I got to attend the trunk show and it was a really, really good turnout. It did rain all day, so I feel like if that wasn't the case the turnout would have been even bigger. But sometimes when there aren't as many people, you get the chance to talk to, to more people. So overall, it was a great turnout, and I'm already looking forward to the next one. Uh, I did speak to Justin, and he told me that this is something that they're looking to do definitely every year, but hopefully a couple times a year. So we'll see where that goes. Oh, also, major shout-out to Emil from um, Skolix. 
out of Sweden. So Skolix is a brand that sell multiple things from accessories to shoes. So they're one of the stores that also carry TLB Mallorca. He did give me a gift, which is a pair of peccary gloves. So shout out to him and his brand. So if you're looking for menswear accessories, definitely check out Skolix. But yeah, man, it was a it was a great show. And I'm looking forward to the next one. So thanks for checking out the podcast. Today's episode was about things that I'm very excited to wear this fall and winter. And tune in again next week for another fire episode of I'm Not a Gentleman. Peace. Back in that, yeah. Tell them to watch 